I want to say is February 20th, 2021. This is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week we wrap up the Kaiba Cup that was um, February 2021. Go through top players' decks. And of course, there was a little bit of controversy that I'll touch on just for a second because I don't know all the details, but talk about the top 10 decks. Nine of them actually. And also the KC Cup report. What was most played, and that's not really a surprise. Uh, Duelings Meta Weekly 164 that followed the updated power rankings from Duelings Meta. Some new shakeups there in the meta. Game quality of life changes and the DD Castle event, and a couple of new cards as well. So. You know, I spent all week playing the Kaiba Cup. Not all week, but the last few days. Um, I have a really irrelevant rank as I posted online. Um, I am top 10,000 global, but that doesn't really mean much. You have to place within your top 500 in your region or so. And... Yeah, I just... I, I think I was like... Four or five duels away from hitting that point. Let's see. Yeah, rank 7,548. DP 17,946. So I'd have like 21,000 DP to get top 500 global in NA. Didn't really matter to me. And notably, I switched over from Noble Knights to Water XZs. I kind of... Went all in. I'm still short an angler, but it's okay, I think. I think you could get away with two anglers. And playing the water XZ's deck un- uh, suboptimally, I must add. And I've kind of adapted my deck to the new deck that they have. Um, so, not really the new deck, but the new addition that there's there. So, yeah. And I'm just playing ranked now. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit King of Games this, this month with... Limited playing, I, I do. Um, I was one game away from the Legend 5 promotion match, and I'm back down at Legend 3. So, yeah, it's just getting a better feel of the deck. Playing the new version of the deck helps as well, I believe. And I'm not going to discuss the deck yet, because I'm going to save it for the King of Games report, if that ever happens, or talk about the water deck at some other time. I think I talked about it last week, but uh, not worth discussing at the moment with my accomplishment. So, Casey Cup 2021. I guess uh, the controversy, I guess I'll discuss that first. Controversy was that there was collusion, which means a bunch of people working together for a common goal. And the collusion was tanking games. Um, I'm not sure how often the top players face each other. It's an ELO system, so the best players will play against each other. So, that's definitely possible. I'm not going to comment if I think it's real or fake, because I am a very outsider to the situation. I don't know what happened. I didn't see what happened. So, And I barely read anything. It's just from gleaning what I've gleaned that the collusion happened, and... um it wasn't discussed as cheating. You've heard, you see Konami ban people um, through various events that have happened in the history of this game. 
and this one wasn't mentioned as cheating or no one was no one was uh taken off by any means so um I don't know if it's ever going to be official, but a lot of people seem dead set that it did happen. So, um, yeah, that was the cheating collusion, people tanking games. That is it. So we have nine of the top ten. The second place person who possibly the victim of the um, collusion did not put their deck lists up. But first place raw. Three decks with raw. See you later. Star Seraph Dark Lords. This one is probably the biggest deal. It's a new deck. You've got your rod and chair combo or wand and chair combo. Star Seraph Scepter. Add a Star Seraph from your deck to your hand. You'll add the Sovereignty, which is a chair. That comes out for free. And, um, yeah, with. Valhalla, Hall of the Fallen, you can special summon a fairy. So you could special summon either card again and make a rank 4 XZ's play. The Dark Lord part is very minimal. One Dark Lord Desire, one Ixshell, one Nastin, one Tetzalopaka. And you've got one Dark Lord Contact and one Sanctified Dark Lord. The deck's been nerfed quite a bit, and they always functioned like a toolbox, and they've kind of got like a toolbox again here. Um, the extra decks pretty much all rank 4 XZ's plays because that's what the Star Scepter part's all about. The Dark Lords are not going to be 4 star monsters. Number 10, Illuminite. Number 32, Shark Drake. Stellar Knight, Delteros. Diamond Dire. Evil Swarm, Ouroboros. Malevolent Sin. And Violent Die Sigma. Of course, you got 3 copies of Book of the Moon. 2 Valhalla. I forgot 3 copies of Banishment of the Dark Lords. That's a very important card. Other deck, level duplication, Thunder Dragons. This deck notably uses two copies of Tri-Fortress Tops, which comes out of the Graveyard, and also a Volcanic Wall to help mill some cards. It's a great card to mill some cards, so make sure you level up Axel Brody to 45. And Territory of the Sharks, Water XZs, and the innovation here that I've adopted is running Gishki Chain. And... You know, you think of Gishki Chain, you think of Ritual cards. Um, it was a useful deck in Cyber Angels, for example, when Rituals were good. And you think, why would you run Gishki Chain? Well, it's a level 4. It's a Sea Serpent. That's the most important part. So you could special summon um, another Sea Serpent with the Atlantean Heavy Infantry. You can't do the Deep Sea Diva play, because that's level 3 or lower. So this is going to be less. But uh, level 4 also works towards the rank 4 Xyz plays that uh, this deck uses with the Hope Woven Dragon Spider Shark and the Abyss Dweller, so you don't have to use up a charge of your territory of the sharks. And it scries. So the main ability of Gishki Chain is you look at the top 3 cards in your deck, and because there are no ritual cards in this deck, you're going to scry and rearrange the cards it to your liking. So, yeah, that's what the, the card does. And that card really changed this deck. So, basically, it's Gishki Chain, 3 Deep Sea Diva, 2 Angler, which works towards my favorite because I only have 2. 2 copies of Atlantean Marksman, 3 Heavy Infantry, 1 Attack Squad, 2 Book of the Moon, 
two Forbidden Lands, one Salvage, one Shadow Imprisoning Mirror, and two Treacherous Trap Hole. The deck could run Necro Valley, but I feel the Imprisoning Mirror, Shadow Imprisoning Mirror, has actually won me a few games in ranked since I put it in. And you don't really handicap yourself with that side of the Necro Valley if you fall behind. Now the extra deck, of course, also has some Synchro Monsters thanks to Deep Sea Diva, Brionic, White Aura, Dolphin, Crystron Amatrix. That's all you need. Alright, second place was Kanekabuto. Um, I think he played um, Water XZ's deck, but we'll never know what the deck is. Third place, Punkatititi, Territory of the Sharks, Water XZ's. This is pretty much an older version of the deck. No um, Ishiki Chain here, but it does have the Shadow Imprisoning Mirror, and pretty much the deck looks exactly the same, save for Ishiki Chain. And Balanced Triamids. We're going to see this deck a lot in the top 10. And it's nothing special. It's Balanced Triamids with Shadow Imprisoning Mirror, two Treacherous Trap Holes, full array of XC's cards. Zensoku Zen Sin, fourth place, Balanced Triamids. This deck does not run the Mirror, but it does run Fiendish Chain. Okay. Fifth place, Uzumaki. Balance Triamids again, the whole core of the middle. Uh Paleozo Canadia is in this deck. That's that's about it. Not much more to say. Sixth place act. Anamana play and Cyber Style Cyber Dragons. Anamana play also showed up a ton in uh the top ten here in the tournament in general. And it is an OTK deck unless you disrupt it. Hey True Nade will do that. Gagaga Bolt will do that. Offerings to the Doom will do that. So you just fill it up. And you go for it. Cyber style Cyber Dragons. This is not the extreme version. There is a Cyber Dragon, but Veer's all but gone. Three Cyber Dragon Core, three Book of the Moon, three Fusion Gate, three Cyber uh, Load Fusion, three Cybernetic Fusion Support, two Storm, two Cybernetic Overflow. It's pretty much all spell cards. Seventh place, Takahisa. Two Onomatopoeia decks here. Um... You know, it's pretty much the same monster core. This player only runs two Utopic Onomatopoeia. One deck runs Econs. One deck runs... Um, hey, Trunades. I guess that's the difference here. Eighth place, Kanzawa. Onomatopoeia, again. This one runs a bit of an unconventional monster mix compared to every other deck you see. This is like a budget version. He only runs one Utopic Onomatopoeia. There's a Gaga Got Child and a Dodo Buster. Those are two cards you never see in this deck. But otherwise, the core of the three Zubaban Chote, Gaga Got Coat, the Gaga Got Head, the Dodo Dwarf Go 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 Glove, and the three Gaga Got Sisters are intact. And the Gaga Got Mancer, too. Ninth place, Cooper. Balance. Witchcrafters. So Witchcrafters are here. Make a one-time appearance here. And, you know, the deck's been nerfed to the ground, but they're looking for other ways to mill. You got Volcanic Wall. You got Needle Bug Nest. Um, those are two ways to mill. There is no Light Sworn Engine here at all. Does run Offerings to the Doomed as an extra spell. Cosmic Cyclone. Um, three Genie. That's, that's interesting. I, I don't think I've seen Three Genie before. No um, Edel. And don't forget that they can 
do a bunch of XZ's plays too. So you got rank eight tier Hieratic Sun Dragon Overlord of Heliopolis, number sixty-eight Sanifold the Sky Prison. You got rank fours as well with the Malevolent Sin, Diamond Dire, Utopia Ray, and Utopia. And tenth place Snifus with See You Later, Star Seraph, Dark Lords. This is a slightly different version. You've got Hecatrice to Tudor Valhalla Hall of the Fallen, which makes me reminds me of an old farm deck uh, where you use Valhalla Hall of the Fallen and Hecatrice. Um, yeah, so they one extra monster. Basically, you've got your four uh, Dark Lords again: Desire, Ixshell, Mastin, and Tetzalpaka. Yeah, pretty cool. So if you open up your app. Um, You'll see the KC Cup report where you see the most popular cards played and some sample decks. I'm not sure if those are the same ones you're going to see or not. So you pull up the most frequently used cards and you can tell which uh, decks were the most used. So Blue Eyes pretty much, if you've played at all since Blue Eyes became good, uh, you know that they've topped player rate. So the first five cards are all Blue Eyes cards. The second is Desperado. So Desperado, Barrel Dragon, Twin Barrel, Misjudge, Temperance. They're all in the second place slot. Chaos Dragon, Levineer doesn't tell you much. You think Thunder, Thunder Dragons, but any other you know, Chaos, pure Lightsworn deck also runs them as well. So I can't really say that. Machine of Fortress, Sphere Creable, Ally Justice Quarantine is kind of like Desperado stuff. Raiden, Hand of the Lightsworn, and... Noble Knights, so Noble Knight, Madrat, Boars, Merlin, Gwen Huai, Far, Dristan, they're all here. So Noble Knights were the third most played deck. Now you get into the Thunder Dragons. Aloof Lupine, Thunder Dragon Roar, Dragon Dark, Dragon Hawk, Dragon Duel. So Thunder Dragons were fourth. And you see the Gagaga, Anamanapia, whatever you want to call them cards, are in fifth. So those were the top five decks played in the Kaiba Cup, Blue Eyes first, second, Desperado, third, Noble Knights, fourth, Thunder Dragons, and fifth, Onomatopoeia. Now you turn to the most common skills or whatever, Balance. Balance took a different turn this time. It's typically the Noble Knights thing, and Noble Knights are third, so uh, Blue Eyes may have taken the mantle there. Master of Destiny second, Ultimate Dragons third, Level Dupe. Or the um, Thunder Dragons, I guess. Anamata Play for 5th. Destiny Draw, just very uh, situa- uh, very versatile skill, not situational. Territory of the Sharks is 7th. So the Water Xyz deck placed probably 6th or 7th. Cyber Style, so Cyber Dragons were probably just below Water Xyz. Galaxy Photon, so the Galaxy Eyes deck actually made Ninth, and then Alternative Evolution Blue Eyes. And the other decks, the other skills, you don't see a ton. And they also have some sample decks from high-ranking players, and they just do this on purpose, so it's like, so you think it's a little um, diverse meta, so Balance, Triamids, a Territory of the Sharks, Water XZs with two Gishki Chain and two Head judgings. So head judging was put into the water deck. Balance. Uh, what do you call these guys? Stellas is Teller Knights. I don't think so. Titan Showdown. Evil Eye. 
Level dupe Thunder Dragons. Balanced Noble Knights. Of course. Ultimate Dragons Blue Eyes. Yep, that was the most common skill there. Destiny Draw Fire King. I don't really think so. See you later, Star Seraph Dark Lords. Here it is. So yeah, these deck lists are in the game. Automata play. Yep. So um That's the KC Cup report, and that's the KC Cup that was. So after the KC Cup, Duelinks Meta Weekly 164 happened. First place, Aerie 1998. Territory of the Sharks, Water XCs. This is the new version with the Gishki Chain. Uh, three Diva, three Silent Angler, two Marksman, two Heavy Infantry, and one Attack Squad. Some decks run the two Heavy Infantry. Um, I run three, but I do see it's a dead card sometimes, but it does give you the double summon. It's nice to have three Anglers in this deck, too. The uh, back row seems pretty core now. Like it's set. Book of the Moon, Forbidden Lance, Salvage, Shadow Mirror, and Treacherous Trap Hole. Second place, Greedy Goblin with Balanced Blue Eyes. So Blue Eyes have gotten into the balance thing with Necro Valley. So Necro Valley provides two extra spells for them to fulfill the uh, spell requirement of requiring six spells for balance. Top 4 V Bella Fior, Ultimate Dragons, Blue Eyes. This is the old style, no Necro Valley. All your discard traps. And top 4 Nico FN, Balance Noble Knights. So we've seen Noble Knights not use discard traps. This one's got like 5. 2 Raigaki Break, 3 Karma Cut, and even Ballista Squad. So there you go. Uh, Pelinor's fading out of favor in terms with Brothers. Brothers is in this deck. Otherwise, the deck looks about the same. No Cosmic Cyclones in this deck. It is in the side deck, though. Cosmic Cyclone and Heytruning. Common cards you see with this deck. And of course, I must say, Malevolent Sin has made the Xyz, um extra deck for Noble Knights. The um, Abyss Dweller is no good, and the um, Steel Storm Roach don't work either. The tier list had a shakeup because of the Kaiba Cup. Anamata Play, Anamata Pia, whatever you want to call this deck, Anamat. They're first place. They're all the way in tier 1, 13.4. So they shot up like 4 points. They were in tier 2 last time we checked. Desperado has faded a little bit at. Actually, this is a little updated. Anamata is. Anamat is 13.9. Desperado has faded a little bit, 12.9, but still firmly in Tier 1. I've really expected this deck to go away, but it hasn't. But I feel it's going to get nerfed. I feel like Head Judging is going to get nerfed. There's a lot of complaints about that card. Um, You know, if we wanted RNG, we'd play Hearthstone, right? Like, playing RNG here. A controlled RNG. You get... You get... um. Sartorius picking your first three coin flips, so it's not really... That's three negations right there. Thunder Dragon's fading a little bit, 12.0, but they're still in Tier 1. And the previous winners of the last month, Noble Knights and Blue Eyes, have been demoted to Tier 2. Noble Knights sitting at 11.3, Blue Eyes sitting at 10.1, so they still have a bit of room to before they fall out of Tier 2, but they're 
kind of on the cusp of like being tier one. Water XZs has placed uh, here at 8.8. They're doing pretty well as, as well. And Black Wings are the only tier three deck at 3.2. All right, let's talk about game quality of life or qual as I call it. There have been some upgrades in the quality of life of Duel Links. Um, the certain buttons are like a magenta instead of blue. So they previously had two blue buttons with attack and end turn or uh, something like that um, where you would just end your turn by accident and that would cost you games. So they made the end turn button uh, magenta which is a stark contrast to the blue you normally see. So there's this bright-ass button, magenta, you don't want to click it. So that's definitely a great visual indicator. Even better upgrade is you could see everything. now. So you could check your banish zone, you can check your graveyard, you can check all this stuff um, whenever you want. So you don't have to click it. Like, it's better on the computer, of course, but even on your phone, you could check it out. You can check all the lists, you can check your opponent's graveyard, you can check all these things um, during anyone's turn at any point in the game. So that's what the upgrades are. There are probably some other upgrades as well. Oh yeah, you get to clear out your search bar. So sometimes you search for something, you could clear the whole thing and not have to click as many buttons. So a lot of uh, qual upgrades to the game. I personally am a fan of the uh, magentas because um, I definitely have clicked on that end turn button number of times and um yeah good upgrades all around so this week we got dd castle assault which lets you get axel brody um and getting all his cards of course the uh, fire volcanic wall his main card main get also his um Fire Reload skill has proved useful in the past. But what new cards are here? we got two new cards and also a new dual skill. Prometeor the Burning Star. This is a UR uh, Fire Machine level 8, 2800 attack, 1000 defense. When this attacking card destroys a monster in your opponent's main monster zone, you can discard one card. This card can attack again in a row. Also, the zone that monster was in cannot be used until the end of the next turn. Very cool effect. Pseudo ground collapse. You're leaving scorched earth on what you just destroyed. You could lock out two monster zones with this card. This card I thought was bad, but then you get to attack again, so it's a pretty good uh, way of attacking again. But uh, we see the um, Cyber Dragon card attack three times, and you're dumping stuff into the graveyard to your benefit to fuse something else. So the Cyber Dragon card does it a lot better. Um, this is discard one, attack again, and you could just scorch their um, their field zones, their monster zones and stuff. It's a very cool effect, very unique and cool effect. It disrupts special summoning. There's only like three spaces on the board, so you could destroy two things, and they're left with one. They can't synchro summon, they can't exes. It disrupts things. Problem with this card, of course, is it's a two star, I mean, a two tribute 2800 attack card, which puts it below the 3000 cut point. You, don't, you can't get over those blue eyes monsters. Um, 
has to be some kind of sexy combo to play this card. Like otherwise, it won't see the field no matter how um, cool this effect is of using a ground claps on your opponent. It's a very cool card. That's all I have to say about it. It's there's there's just a ton of bad cards in Yu-Gi-Oh, and this is like, like on the top of that list because very cool effect. Um, I'd like to see us get cheated out some way. Other new card, Command Knight, level 4, Fire Warrior, 1200 attack, 1900 defense. All warrior monsters you control gain 400 attack. If you control another monster, monsters your opponent controls cannot target this card for attacks. Okay, interesting. Field buffer for warriors. She stays on the board. Um, so as long as you have another monster. So you could have like a noble knight with a... Noble Arms of Destiny, and they could just keep taking blows while this card lives, and they all get buffed 400. That's something, I guess. Um, she has a fire attribute, which, you know, all these fire cards, you think, can I fit it in with Invoked Purgatrio? This one would say no. Um, just there to buff warriors, protect herself. You know, being a warrior, you can also put her put the noble arms cards on her. So, um, I know noble knights do like this uh, fire thing later on. I forget what they're called, like ignoble or I don't know. No, there's already an ignoble. I forget what they're called, but there should be some kind of fire thing with them. I have a feeling this card will never fit in, but that's just a thought. And a skill for. Brody called Final Mission. Very confusing text. If your life points are at 1,000 or below, place one volcanic counter in your graveyard. This skill can be activated with higher life points, but its effect will succeed with a greater probability when your life points are lower. This skill can only be used once per duel. Alright, so... From what I could tell... If your life points are a thousand or lower, you're guaranteed a volcanic counter in your graveyard. Anything between eleven hundred and four thousand are unknown. I'm gonna assume it's never gonna activate with four thousand. It's gonna be likely activate with eleven hundred. I don't know where two thousand stands. I don't know if the linear relationship, if it's quadratic, exponential, by exponential. Uh, I don't know. But basically, you need to survive the attack to inflict burn on your opponent of the same degree. That's what the Volcanic Counter does. You get hit, banish that card, burn them for the same amount. So, there could be situations you win the game. You get 2,000 life points, you activate the skill. Magically, it shows up in your graveyard. They hit you with like 1,900. You hit them back they lose you know a very situational skill we don't know how how well it activates like if it's a thousand or below you're not going to survive much you could survive a hit from like a silent angler but or deep sea diva <laughs> but you know like where's 1100 versus 2000 right 1100 you're not going to survive anything 2000 you might so where's that cut point? That's what we need to know how good the skill is. But in any case, it's very situational. Probably never going to see play. 
Okay. So what we got now are two new cards. First one is from Dual Quest. It's called Rapid Fire Magician. Only got one copy of this card. Dark Spellcaster, 4 stars, 1600, 1200. Inflict 200 damage to your opponent each time you activate a normal spell card. So, you know, this is, uh, like, spellcasters thematically activate normal spells with powerful abilities. Um, you think of all the Dark Magician cards, they have, uh, Dark Magic Expanded, or whatever they call it, or... Illusion magic, which are quick plays. I guess the old skills like um, Thousand Knives, Dark Magic Attack are all kind of like powerful, normal spells. It's kind of thematic in that way. Spellcasters are known for powerful spells, so you keep activating them with the spellcaster, you burn them. So it makes sense to use powerful, generic burn cards. Hinotama, Restructor Revolution. You know, those generic burn cards, burn them, and then you hit them for an extra 200 each time. Then you run out of cards in your hand, and then you lose. One thought is to use Witchcrafters with this card. So, you know, Witchcrafter um, Collaboration and Witchcrafter Holiday are both normal spells. In addition to whatever normal spell you could run. You could run Herald of the Abyss or, you know, something else. And then you can recycle those cards. That's what Witchcrafters do. They recycle their own uh, spells. Oh, in a way, you could just keep this guy alive and burn them a bit more. Not a great strategy. The burn's not enough. Um, there's a better card with the Curse of Darkness, where it burns them for 500 for each time they activate a spell. So it's kind of like, you know, unnerfed 500 damage instead of the just nerfed 400. In any case, uh, Rapid Fire Magician is not very good. This card's a little more interesting, but it's not very good either. This is from Pick a Gift Campaign. It's called XZ's Ray Pierce, which is an interesting name. Pretty cool looking monster. It's a um, burning dragon with bat wings and holding a saber. Fire dragon, level 4, 1700 attack, 200 defense. 200 defense. It's like um, any pyro monster. You can banish one dragon and one worm from your graveyard. Special summon one XZ's Ray Pierce from your hand or deck. If this card is sent from the field to graveyard, inflict 500 damage to your opponent. I think it's only going to be 250 in duelings. You can use each effect once per turn. This is an interesting card. If it was a Chaos Monster, it probably would see play. Uh, Chaos Monsters, you know, like light and dark... Banish stuff. And this one cheats out from the deck, which is very interesting. So, you need a dragon and a worm. I don't think we've seen them used in conjunction very often. Worms are the main type for Metaphys. And Metaphys do like getting banished. So, if you can find an incentive to sneak a dragon into a Metaphys deck. But they're so well oiled that you don't really want to mess with what they're doing. Metaphys decks can beat you often. So you sneak this Xyz Ray Pierce, some dragon, you're kind of diluting the pool that is Metaphys. Now, if there's some useful card down the line, or a worm or a dragon that's generically useful, like a tuner, 
I feel like there is a tuner. There's like a level two something galaxy serpent. Let me see if that's card. I think I just made up that name. Galaxy serpent. Card. Galaxy serpent's a dragon tuner. A level two dragon tuner. So let's say you sneak this guy into a metaphys deck. And then you have some of these guys. It doesn't really do much. Those cards just like 1700 attack. It cheats from the deck, which is the best ability. That's something. You inflict burn. You inflict 250 burn. Oh, it's a weird card. I really don't know what to say about it. It's a weird card. Okay, so that seems to be it for this week. Upcoming news just two things. We don't have the new announcements yet. So, new. Dual Links Mission Research, new SR called Soundproofed, and late February we get a new Legendary Duelist Likely Antimony. There's also the um, Duelist Challenges, but I don't think they announced the card that comes with that yet, but I played the first one, and you have to play with the on toggle because it's not going to work otherwise. Um, so that's just a tip for you there. Alright, so thanks for listening to the podcast. Hopefully there will be more information next week uh possibly about nerfs we'll see what there is uh find this podcast anywhere to search the dual assessment dual links podcast whatever we're on all your favorite subscription services check out the podcast and more at the website the dual assessment.wordpress.com email me with any questions at the dual assessment at gmail.com or you can find me on twitter dual underscore assessment or my own account at green ranger ccg Thanks for listening. See you next time.